Hi, David. How are you, sir? Good. Look at us with our... Uh... Absolutely. At the ready. Flipping heck. Britain are existing in a frost crisis. It really is. And with the energy prices being so high, I mean, you've got to get the old duvets out. Yeah, that's true. Do you know actually. what I mean? You can't stop putting the boiler on. You've got to start counting the pennies. Even Mandy over there has got a little... Did you buy her that rug? Yes, it is. It's a rug slash uh, tea cosy. Why did the, you do that? The giant tea cosy to keep her warm. For crying out loud, she's she's just because she's a robot. She doesn't doesn't mean she hasn't got a soul. Do you know what I mean? She needs to be kept What's warm. What's your motive? There's nothing emotive based at all. I'm not thank trying to seduce you, anyone. I'm just she trying just to make said, sure. Thank you, David. Mandy, back at you. Um, thank you for thank youing me. When did you see her in the week to give her the rug? When did you two see each other? Wednesday. Wednesday. We spoke through she her letterbox. Yeah. She didn't open the door. She was in her garage. And um, I spoke for the letterbox and I said, outside is a giant tea cosy for you to be uh, put on, which is sort of a dress you for You drove to Kent and gave her a tea cosy? Absolutely. And just left it, a giant one I got on eBay and I just left it outside the garage door and I said, it's there if you want it. I'm not pressurising you. I'm not pushing it on you. I've got a spider on my hat. Oh my gosh, that's something out of Indiana Jones. Fucking hell. Flipping heck. Arachnophobia. <laughs> Dear God. Is it gone? It was, um, it was hanging off by its own little kind of like um, little rope, little spider rope web. Bloody hell, that was quite nothing cinematic. Nothing is going on moment. between us, by the way. Mandy just said nothing's going on between us. Um, now, at the moment, nothing's going on between us. At the moment. Who knows in the future? I feel... It's 2023, there's potential there. She's wearing my giant tea cosy. Mandy, can we talk about this afterwards? Oh, you got a problem with you? No, no, not at all. I'd just like to talk to you about this afterwards. Oh, please, now you. Ch- chat away. I mean, chat away. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Three's a crowd. Someone's got to be pushed off the uh, the boat of love. There can only be two. Right, David, welcome to Random Movie Generator. How are you? How's your movie week been? My movie week has been good. Last night I saw, um, which isn't spoiling anything, I wasn't going to talk about it in detail, but last night I saw Babylon, um, directed by Damien Chazelle, uh, the guy did Whiplash, La La Land and First Man, and um, God, it really was a mixed experience. I saw it last night at Chichester Cineworld, and that is a director who was given a big budget. and With Ryan? Oh, without a doubt. He was next to me. He wasn't happy. He was, um, it's three hours, and I could tell he wasn't impressed. How? How could you tell? Um, shuffling in his seat a lot, giving me a side look as to say this film was your idea, uh, not to finance. And how did you react to that? Um, raising my eyebrows as to say, yeah, what are these Hollywood people up to? Trying to like avoid any kind of blame type of thing. At one point, I even offered to get him a hot chocolate. It got that bad. I was going to even buy him a beverage to try and sweet hot chocolates in cinemas. You, you can at just a cine world. Absolutely. They're quite small. They're not very large. Um, and it's more throff than chocolate. It's got to be said. Small so what? Throff. Throff? Throff. Sorry. Not TH. Put an F on the front. There you go. More froth than froth chocolate. Throff sounds like a Star Wars character. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. General Throff. What would he sound like? General Throff. Good evening, General Throff. Good evening, General. Or um, the ex- No, you're, ge- you're General. Yes. What? The X-Wings are behind us. Move at <laughs> Half man, half fish kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you had a hot... Did you have a hot chocolate? 
absolutely not no no i'm not like a hot chocolate man but i thought somehow he's not happy about the film was just um all over the place it was no plot whatsoever cinematography really impressive loads of one shots with like steady cams and jip cams and stuff like that but um just no plot what's you know i mean did you feel like a like a group shuffling in the um in the cinema did you feel like everyone was feeling the same to a certain degree although there was a lot of toilet humor in there which the cinema loved there's one bit where i am um, not that i'm giving anything away that's drastic because as i say there isn't much of a narrative don't get me wrong some people love this film and are big big fans full stop of the movie but um there's one bit where an elephant evacuates their bowels and the cinema was in hysterics. Right. Kafaring, kafaring, whatever the word is. And I was like, for goodness sake, you know, have a bit of a snigger. But an elephant um, having a kind of um, diarrhea marathon or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's hardly worth that much of a, you know, hysteria attack. But um, you can see the money on the screen. Basically, it was almost like a director in the 1970s during the Francis Ford Coppola Scorsese era where they literally just gave money to directors to do whatever they want, or pre-Marvel franchise days, where the director was king, not the franchise. And it was almost harking back to those days. And um, you could tell one man was just given absolute, just do what you want, pal. It was almost like Kevin Allister in um, Home Alone. There you go. There's a the key to the house. Get on with that. And when was- you watch a bad film with Ryan on a Friday, does it ruin the weekend? Um, I think it can ruin the Friday night. I think by the Saturday morning, I've kind of got it out of my paws a bit. The next morning, I wake up thinking, God, what was that all about? Who financed that? One thing I do think a lot when I'm watching it is, what a nightmare it must be for the producers, the financers, and the actors. Because they must have sat down and looked at that Babylon and thought to themselves, what have we created here? Do you know what I mean? How has it gone down well? Um, financially, it's been a big flop. Um, it's not really been nominated for any awards, and that type of film relies on award nominations to actually push it out and give it a unique selling point so people will be attracted to it later on. What's the budget? Um, the budget, I, I, that's a very good point. It ain't cheap. Um, it isn't cheap. It, it wasn't it isn't cheap. cheap. Sorry, I go into like, Guy Ritchie talk, don't I? Uh, Babylon budget. Uh, the Babylon budget was um, here we go. It's well known how much it actually um, how much it cost. Uh, One hundred six a promotion, but the outlet also noted with a combined production and promotion budget of one hundred and sixty million. So it's basically an, a piece of art cinema that's one hundred and sixty million dollars. Uh, that's incredible. Um, it, so far, it's grossed two hundred and fifty million. Oh, so it's, so it's fine called, then. At, quite right. An actual fact. So it's made its money back. It's made its money back, and um, and also it's made Dave Edwards feel a little foolish. There you go. Me calling it a flop. It got fifty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's def- It's a required taste. There's a lot of podcasters that I respect who did very much enjoy, uh, podcasters. Yeah. Um, who um, did actually enjoy it. So, you know, right. um, but so I think why, why didn't it flick your bean? Oh, goodness. Never said well, that. Not, not a, I mean, beans are there to be flicked, aren't they? For crying out loud. I've never said that. I do apologize. God gave me a bean and it's just waiting to be flicked. Did he? He certainly did. He gave all of us a bean to be flicked. And uh, mine at the moment is just sat there on the shelf and it's not being flicked at all. 
and um, Babylon. No, like a clitoris. Oh my goodness! I wasn't thinking of that. I don't know. I just I just ran with a metaphor. Goodness, no, I wasn't going into the realms of erotica there. <laughs> Being on a shelf. For goodness me! I wasn't thinking of that. No, I don't have one of those for crying no. out loud. Oh, you no. never know. Deep, deep down, I might. I mean, gender's supposed to be fluid. Perhaps it is somewhere. Or some kind of G-spot to be kind of like um, massaged. I've, yeah. gone, I've, I've lost my way there big time. Why didn't I like it was um, maybe I'm just an, um, a meat and potatoes guy when it comes to his cinema. I think um, I am, David. I think I am. I think I just need a plot, some kind of narrative. Well, for instance, you've got three main characters. You've got Margot Robbie's character. You have another up-and-coming um, Latino actor who's in there. I can't remember his name. I'll find it. And uh, you have Brad Pitt, and Brad, and they're all working in Hollywood. It's 1920s Hollywood. Brad Pitt's a big movie star. Man, uh, Margot Robbie's an aspiring actress, but they hardly interact with each other in the film. They're kind of um, uh, they're kind of existing in the same studio system, but the, the characters hardly intertwine. And uh, the plot is I keep I'm, I'm repeating myself continually. I'm well aware of that. Um, Gene Smart, I believe, is the other. Um, uh, actor in the actual movie and, and they're just not um, the plot is just not moving forward whatsoever can I ask if a I said, question David please do ask away stop me from being repetitive and entering into a cycle of madness if you've got if you've got four say um, the Premier League the Championship League 1 League 2 and uh, it's the Actors League and in, in the top league, you've got Margot Robbie in the Premiership, I imagine. And bottom league, maybe you've got, I don't know, who's in League Two for you? Who would be in League Two right at the bottom? What sort of stu- what profile of actor would be? Right right at the bottom, kind of Volvo League type of thing. Well, at them, it'd be someone like, um, uh, basically someone like um, Alec Baldwin. Some, some- what, so where would, you, um, where would you put Brad Pitt? Oh, Brad Pitt. Well, it's got to, you've got to watch it. He doesn't want to do films like Babylon. Well, he, he is, is he now? Is he one of the top high-profile Hollywood Or has he slipped a touch? I think he slipped a touch. i tell you what, the, the best example to know if someone is Premier League or not is if they bring a film out that's yeah. got a very poor critical reaction. Right. Okay. But it still makes a lot of money. So, right. for instance, Tom Holland, um, who appeared in the, obviously, obviously Spider Man, they said that the Tom Holland brought out two films, two thousand twenty-two. He brought out Spider Man three, massive hit, billion dollars. Then he brought out Uncharted, the video game adaption, and Uncharted it did okay. It did reasonably well. But they say that Uncharted was more important to his career than Spider-Man because Uncharted um, literally got very lukewarm reviews, didn't do brilliantly. But because he was in it, it allowed them to get their money back. And so, oh, uh, oh and so that, it did it did the job. I thought you were going to say the other way. It, no, no, no. His, oh, I mean, so didn't his break star any box is that office. high, is it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's that's an evidence yeah. of it. And then when. Um, Brad Pitt was at his peak. It was World War Z, which was that very vanilla brand zombie film. But because uh, and the, the reviews were like three out of five best. But because Brad Pitt was in it, 
it got them their um, advertising budget money and some profit. Not brilliant. Okay. Wasn't amazing. Do you know what I mean? It's like Uncharted with Tom Holland. It's not going to break box office records, but it's that insurance factor that the um, the movie studios need, basically. I don't even That's know why great. I asked the question. I just when I think of Brad Pitt now, I'm like, where is he in the? Uh... I think he's definitely at the top of. Um, well, I tell you one thing. A lot of people say um, movie stars are dead, aren't they now? Do you know what I mean? And that really and truly, the, the worst thing they say movie stars have done. Which Two dead things. movie star would you kiss? Uh, dead movie star, I would definitely kiss Elvis Presley. And I'd bring him back to life like a male uh, Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty. I think... Um, I think Male Cinderella. A male Cinderella. Do you know what I mean? He's got that sort of white kind of... Uh, what is that? That kind of like... Uh, um, that kind of uh, snow white complexion, isn't it? With the, uh, the, the jet black hair. Do you know what I mean? I saw an... <laughs> Yeah, I saw an HBO documentary. The man has got oodles of oodles of charisma. I was was sort of chatting to you then. Oh, please do chat away all the way from Happy to kiss you, sir. Happy to love. Why would why choose Elvis? Because I'd like to bring him back to life with the power of love. Do you know what I mean? Lip locks. Why? I didn't know you were an Elvis fan. Um, I'm trying to think. I'd like to sit down and have a chat with John Wayne. Yeah, but you chose Elvis. I know. I suddenly thought to myself, he'd be quite a um, an epic person to bring from the grave. But then you've got to chat to them, haven't you? You've got to make conversation. So that might be. I thought you were going to bring back a lady. This is true. That's quite bizarre that I didn't do that. Oh yeah, goodness me, like a um, Marilyn Monroe or Doris Day. I've always had a bit of a thing for her. Well, David, thank you very much, and I'll see you after the this little bit of music. Oh, wonderful, wonderful stuff. So, David, this week's um, film review, yeah, this week's film review is, is it Operation Mincemeat? It is Operation Mincemeat, the okay. um, Spy World War Two movie. Um, and when did this come out? This came out um, about two years ago. God, this is terrible. Oh. I need to um, uh, check these things out, which is really quite appalling. Um, Operation uh, Mincemeat. I usually have it printed in my actual um, notes, and for some reason, it, I think it two years ago, absolute tops. Netflix, um, they had a very short theatre window, but Netflix was showing it. 2021, there you go. It's a very fresh out of the uh, cinematic oven. And it's um Second World War film. It's about a deception operation. Uh, it's a it's a fact based story. Proves more fascinatingly outlandish than it's presented here. Operation Miss, uh, Mincemeat remains an in, um, so basically it's about what they wanted to do as a spy um, department. Yeah, Britain was to um, give the Nazis false information by taking a corpse they got from a um, where to call a morgue, uh, dressing the corpse up, floating them along the ocean and uh, making the corpse look like a spy and in the suitcase um, containing maps and future plans 
for a uh, British army uh, attack upon uh, Nazi soil. And um, so basically to give the idea to the uh, Germans that they were planning to invade Greece, which was fake. So they would start assembling all their army, the Nazi uh, war force, in the wrong location, mm-hmm. ultimately. So disinformation, ultimately. And as a film, I would say, I don't know, it's, it's a... Well, which, you know, once again, I'm, I'm going to call it a mixed bag, unfortunately. It's got some good elements. Should we come up with a new, instead of mixed bag, should we say something else? What's a variation on mixed bag? Uh, a mixed bag, a... Um, a varied... Uh, a varied cocktail. Um, a varied, uh, you know... Um, it's another word for bag. A bag would be um, a suitcase, you know, a half-filled A varied suitcase. suitcase. A varied suitcase... Um, yeah. a, you yeah. know, a mixed gender toilet. That doesn't work, does it? Why do you keep bringing... I don't know. It's terrible. It really is horrific. It always has a sexual slant to it, which has to be pointed out to me. What do you think of mixed it. gender toilets? Um, horror. Absolute nightmare. Don't like them at all. Okay. Right, so... Well, do you like them? I mean, that's, is that a bit on PC thing to say? Or... No, I'll tell you how I feel about them. I oh, I'll feel... still go in and use them, you know. i tell you, if we're going to go down this route... I feel like when I've used them, I feel uncomfortable for for the women. Definitely. I do absolutely. not. I feel like, are they okay with me walking in here in the next cubicle, cubicle getting my knob out? That's I, I, I turn into Hugh Grant. I'm just apologising. Yeah, sorry, I feel sorry, very sorry apologetic too. Definitely. Just, I feel embarrassed for the women. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Maybe that's, maybe that's, uh, is that, I don't care what it is, that's how I feel, yeah. No, I definitely feel on edge. I, mean, I remember I've I had got... it, I think it was the BBC, I was like, what, the first time, where's the toilets, there? What? We're just down that corridor with the, what, I've got to have a piss next, yeah. Why have they got mixed gender um, toilets there? I mean, God, the TV licence isn't cheap, for crying out loud, you would have thought they'd better sort out... <laughs> Two different I, rooms. To, I'd love um, to know, like, what people think. I'd love to, if there are any ladies, this is a movie podcast, anyway. What are they mixed? Uh, what are the toilets like at um, Cine World? <laughs> oh, very much um, male, female. Absolutely, <laughs> there you go. We're, we're so out of our comfort zone. God, men rubbing shoulders along urinals. Good old traditional. I mean, I know. hate that as well. To be fair, I hate getting my knob out next to some other bloke. Oh, I like, always go why to are we getting our knobs out? Absolutely. I always go to a cubicle if it's there. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I just don't like the idea of, um, you know, standing around. I always have the nightmare whereby I had one situation in a pub. We've gone off subject now massively. But I was sat there cross-legged for a long, long period. And then I went to a urinal. And then because I... Oh, this is a terrible anecdote. But because I sat cross-legged for a long, long period, I don't know what it done. It QF'd or something. My range quiffed my range because i'd have my leg what do you mean quiffed quiffed gone to the side kind of like like a nike okay. tick if you like yeah kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah, the sorry, side. yeah and then my urine laser beam um just like uh wasn't uh focused like an assassin sniper it basically went off to my right or whatever and ever since which means what so where did it go um, spilled into the other man's urinal luckily not Luckily, no way his... did you piss yeah. into another urinal. Yes, I did. Yeah, I very quickly halted it. Do you know what I mean? Which stung greatly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's going off at a ridiculous angle. 
and the urinals were very close. It was like a Yates in Winchester. And um, oh, there I was see. A, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that appallingly produced brand of a uh, of a pot. What did? How did he react? Um, he was quite drunk, luckily, and he looked down at his beige chinos, and there was no dots on there, so it was fine. Do you wet, know what I mean? Wet dots. Absolutely, wet dots had appeared. It was yeah. very quick. It was like a spark of you know urine um, energy. But should luckily, we? Should we- should we um, start a band called the Damp Dots? Absolutely. And then we could tell this anecdote to smash hits. Yeah, yeah. Or enemy or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about, basically, I feel uncomfortable for others when I do a wee-wee. In a mixed gender toilet, which is fair enough. Fair enough. So, Operation Mincemeat. Operation Mincemeat, as I say, a mixed bag, mixed gender in a toilet. Um... And it's a case of a varied suitcase. A varied suitcase, definitely. Strong performances, definitely, I would say, uh, based on a real life situation, which makes it interesting. But it's very dialogue heavy. You know, um, you're rarely on the battlefields or rarely kind of like behind enemy line. It's very much, I can imagine the main um, budget cost was paying the actual um, actor cast who are impressive. You've got Colin Firth, you've got Kelly McDonald, but um, also too long. Two hours, and ten, two hours and 10 minutes. Um, it could have been 90 minutes. There's a love triangle with um, Colin Firth, Kelly McDonald, and another um, character, uh, which you don't really need. You could have just focused on the spy thriller element. But I mean, you know, there are some... Um, as I say, some, some positive um, aspects within it. And also at the beginning, when they work out, um, they, they want to give the corpse a storyline, make the corpse look realistic. So when it does float along into the Nazi territory, they believe that the um, the corpse is holding genuine plans for an invasion in Greece. But um, than that, I mean, one thing's also good is within their uh, office, uh, Ian Fleming is one of their colleagues. So, because obviously Ian Fleming, before mm. writing James Bond, was part of the British intelligence, and he makes references that you can see that have gone on to influence the character of M, Money, Penny. Mm. So, if you're a bit of a Bond fan, that's a nice little caveat. But um, than that, I'd say too many subplots. They should just focus on the main spy thriller journey, and um, the love triangle wasn't really required. And Can say, we have a little listen to Operation Mincemeat, David? Uh, uh, please do, please do. What we know for certain is that within our borders, our eyes and ears miss nothing. German spies, Nazi sympathizers, we know where they are, we know who they are. Which means that whoever this man is, it's not something we've encountered before. That's your excuse for using a photograph of one of our own operatives. The photograph was my error, sir. I was the one who insisted on choosing someone within our The woman's beside the point. I wish I could find even a sliver of satisfaction in having predicted this fucking disaster months ago. We're still receiving intelligence the Germans are preparing for our invasion of Greece. Intelligence that could be a ruse. It's obviously a ruse, given the operation's been revealed. Although not necessarily, sir. Montague and I have been racking our brains. 
trying to decode the message behind this contact with us. Why did this man reveal himself? If he's an agent for the Abwehr, why would he deliberately signal that he'd discovered our deception? It doesn't add up, which is why the troop movements to Greece may not be a ruse after all. Why would the Nazis continue to act on information they know to be false? Because von Renner is telling them to act on it. There's not a shred of proof of this so-called anti-Hitler plot. We don't know that it isn't true either. Christ. Admiral, this man came out of nowhere. Perhaps he is the proof of the anti-Hitler plot. And he contacted us so that we would know the plot is real. And as German troops continue to move towards Greece, we would continue to plan for Sicily. So that von Rohner can reinforce that misinformation with Hitler, leaving Sicily undefended. That is our instinct. That is your instinct. The fate of the world at stake. A Nazi killing machine waiting for us on Sicily's shores. And you do with your instinct. If we're up to me, I will postpone Sicily and have you drawn and quartered. No doubt the Prime Minister has been informed. What does he want to do? The Prime Minister does not want to postpone Sicily. I pray we can all live with the consequences. There's a little taster. Absolutely. When did you watch it? On the Saturday? I watched it on the Saturday. I tell you what, what were you eating? Did... Were you eating when you watched it? I wasn't eating. I had a large um, soup, uh, which was quite nice. That's little... eating, I suppose, isn't it? Yes, it is. I think so. The spider's back. The spider's Look back. The return. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Blimey! Don't business. I like Chucking spiders. Away. I like spiders. Hooting and bells. Gosh, <laughs> on. What? Sorry, what's going on with you, Mandy? What? We oh, had an argument. We had an argument in the week. Over, hmm. over what? What was the argument over? Oh, she just. I went out like wearing a, like a tight-fitting t-shirt, and she was like, oh, "No, I wasn't." Yes, you were. Uh, oh, don't show your muscles. No, yeah. I wasn't. Don't let her control you. They're your muscles to show off, for crying out loud. Don't uh, let her control you of her robotic thoughts. You liar. Do you know what I mean? You be the man you want to be. If you want to show He's off your, your six-pack and your two Thank you, David. Definitely. No, because yes. that's saying, you know, yeah, you're your yeah, own yeah. man. Yeah. So what were we talking about? Uh, Operation Mincemeat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, was, let's go to the... So... <clears throat> Remember, you can do half chalk ices. Absolutely. Yes. How many chalk ices out of five are you going to give Operation Mincemeat? Uh, definitely, it's a three out of five. It's your generic textbook, three out of five. It's not, it's competently put together. Um, you know, there's some good elements to Think it. Think of all the work that's gone into that. I know. I I totally respect that. I, no, I'm not. I'm not having a. I'm just no. Just no, suddenly no, thought no, no, about no, the writers. No, just... um, I think you're making a valid point, and it is well um, performed. Yeah. You know, you could tell that the, the actors weren't just like turning up for a quick Netflix paycheck. Do you know what I mean? They they literally had um, they'd done How'd their job. Capture type that. How do you capture that magic in a bottle? 
I think one thing I would have, and it's so easy for me to turn up and say, oh, this is what I would have done. I definitely would have um, cut it down. It didn't need so many subplots. But then again, if you're a well-known actor, you want to attract them with a script that's going to um, engage and entice them. So if they think there's some romance involved. It's interesting, isn't it? It's like it, you just like get rid of it, not interested. How do you know in, in the writing that, Yes, you're quite right. You what, what, what would your film nerd friends say about it who live in the palace? Mm, over bloated, uh, you know, uh, too many flavours in, in the cinematic dish for crying out loud. My, my palate can only take one dish. It, it, within its very heart, this is a genre film, uh, a spy thriller of the World War II style. And now they're dishing up side palettes of uh, romance and love triangles. Leave that for Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. I, I imagine just... those, your film nerd friends, are quite good at cooking. Or um, not good at cooking, but good at um, tasting and critiquing the food type of thing. So they'd be there. They would so who is cooking for them? Um, mother or a girlfriend or a restaurant type of thing. They would hover around the large ladle and perhaps sip from the soup and uh, make comments and say, mm, more Can we hear them sipping from the soup whilst um, critiquing Operation Mincemeat? Here we go. More herbs, please. Um, the soundtrack was somewhat uh, cliched and uh, unrequired. Oh, some basil? Anyone got any basil? Uh, Colin Firth turns up and does his usual British swagger. Um, let's just boil that a bit more, please. Put it on a higher temperature. And um, overall, though, like this uh, soup. It was I open. hate them. I hate them, David. Yeah, they're quite evil creatures. But I'd like to spend an evening with them. Absolutely, and judge them as they would judge you. <laughs> it would be a room of judges judging one another. Oh, well, thank you very much, David, for this week's movie review. That's Operation Mincemeat, and that's three chalk ices out of five. Absolutely. I hope that was a yeah, okay... Um, I, I guess the last thing to end on would be to say that a more superior version of that type of... Um, film would be um imitation game you know the one with um benedict cumberbatch i it don't reminds, but, yeah. it reminds me of that when they're trying to work out the enigma code it's very much okay. british centered trying to work out um sort of basically admin within a kind of like british um sort of world war ii admin for arm. two hours yeah admin for two hours but with like you know a nazi threat in the background okay <laughs> thank you, imitation David. game's a better version thank you David Edwards Movie Tip. So, David, what is this week's movie tip? This week's movie tip, you mentioned that you didn't want me just to think about a, a film. Oh, no, not at all. I was just, I was opening up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think it's a positive thing, a positive okay. move, definitely. <clears throat> One website I would definitely um, okay, point people nice. towards. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've referenced it before, but it's definitely it's worth giving it its own little section and time to. Is a website called um, Script Shadow. Yeah. Um, which is basically um, a guy called Carson Reeves who um, reviews unproduced scripts or scripts that are being filmed at the moment. So, like, la two years. How does ago, he get hold of them? Um, 
he's clearly got industry contacts. When he first opened the script, opened the website, he would actually leave you a link to the script after the review. And uh, 20th Century Fox um, uh, threatened to actually sue him. And also a woman who was doing a similar website was sued, a female oh. reviewer. Oh. So he doesn't do that now. He just reviews them and that's it. He's clearly got industry contacts. And, and he was a scriptwriter at one point before starting this website. And um, ultimately, you get a real insight into um, a very detailed analysis of narrative, plot. You get a taste of the scripts that are doing the rounds in Hollywood at that time. Also, if you look at the, um, the message board at the bottom, sometimes someone will give you a link to the script. So two right. years ago, he did a massive review on The Whale which is mm -hmm. now a big Oscar film with Brendan Fraser. Mm. And um, some of the message boards there left the script for it. And it was fascinating. You know, if you're a big film fan, you can read the script that Darren Aronofsky was actually... Who? Darren Aronofsky. Mm -hmm. There we go. Got the surname right. There we go. A little tick <laughs> in the box there. Um, got through yeah. that. <laughs> Relief. It's like the Krypton factor. It was. Sort of pushing the... Uh, Pushing the sweat off my brow <laughs> as I move on. Yeah, um, yeah. The whale script. So you've got to read the script. And also, his analysis is very, very strong. And this is script shadow. Sh script shadow. Um, How often do you go on script shadow? Every morning. Every so, morning? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd say it's one of the best ones. Because it's not just interesting that it's unproduced scripts. His analysis. Sometimes he does regular film reviews as well. So, like on a Monday, he'll he'll review whatever film came out that weekend, looking at um, narrative and plot primarily. But um, a lot. David, of time, I'm on Script Shadow now. Uh, where do I find the scripts? Um, it says home concept artist, Git script notes. Is it the Git script notes? What to actually read the scripts? Yeah. Uh, he hasn't got any scripts on there. You've got to look for those in the message board below because they're all unproduced. Oh, and the message board's below. Yeah, so you've got to you've got to hunt around for the Where, scripts. Where's the message board? Um, so if you click uh, read more at the bottom, there'll the be a message bottom board of what uh, of the actual. Um, I of can't the find actual, it. Uh, it just goes down to the, just goes down to the page. And the, the scripts aren't always there because I mean the script. What he's um, analysing is very, very new stuff that's literally, you know, being pushed around by agents there and then. And as I say, he did share mm. them. I um, can't find the message boards. I cannot find the message boards. Anyway, this uh, is awful to listen to on the pod. So it's comments. If you just look at comments right at the bottom, bottom of uh, what? Uh, the bottom of the actual article type of thing so you've got an article and they go right to the bottom and then it says posted and uncategorized and oh, it says okay yes yeah, yeah, yeah and then okay. um if you're lucky there'll be a link there there usually is oh, okay but um you've got okay. to look around for quite a while to kind of find it because and as so I, say, I can search particular films and they'll be on his if you did it via google yes there's a search bar and his and his so if i search the whale would yeah, I would, have thought, I would have thought. Yeah, well, screenplay would... review. The way. Yes, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. And um, he's. Um, I just find a lot of his reviews very, very insightful. Uh huh. Incredibly so. Well, um, I like that start. He just he just wrote it as a start. Where is it? This is a really sad script. But it's also a really good script. That's nice. 
Well, he interestingly said that um, he went back and looked at his review because a lot of the whale didn't get quite the critical reaction that everyone thought. I mean, Brendan Fraser's been nominated for Best Actor for a lot of the awards, and I think he might get nominated for the Oscar. But he said that as a script, it was very readable. But then he, when he watched the film, it's a very contained in one setting, just the character's flat. Sort of frustrating to watch as a movie. Yes, he did. It? And he suddenly realised as an actual film, as a film, it perhaps didn't um, transfer films to the screen. Films need movement. Oh, that's what they're called movies. There you go. Absolutely. Oh, so they yeah. called movies. Absolutely. It needs jeopardy oh. and it needs movement. I didn't movement. know that. Yeah. Definitely. That's wonderful, David. That is what Mandy has just given you a brand new noise for that little There fact. we go. Thank you. And I hope that noise reappears in the future. It goes without saying. I think I, mean, I did also, that, actually. Um, Take the noise away. Oh, there you go. Once, <laughs> that is that rosette and uh, golden yeah. cup taken off a mantelpiece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that must be quite... I guess you're just watching a play then, aren't you? One yes, day. that's what he said. That's what he said. And he said he was a bit... Um, he can be quite self-critical at times. He said he was very excited about the script, but looking back on it, you know, it wasn't as cinematic as he originally thought. Right. But okay. I think he felt that Darren Aronofsky was up for Who? the... Um, Darren Aronofsky. Thank you. Here we go. Let's get it right. Get it right. That's twice. You've, uh... um, absolutely. There we go. Let's hope it's a third time it comes up. Yeah. He's up for the challenge of... Kick, of you know, keeping it visual, I think, you know, keeping yeah. it um, cinematic. Right. Yeah. But you can only do so much just setting it in one department. Because it was a play originally, you're quite right. It was based on a play. Right. The okay. whale type of thing. Well, David, uh, thank you. That's, that's that's the website Script Shadow. Absolutely. Definitely. i tell you what he's really good at. If you watch a film and you don't quite know why you didn't 100% like it. He's always very skilled at putting his finger on it. Right. Do you know what I mean? I think some film critics, it's a case whereby they just give you their view and it's just like, well, fair enough, that's what you think. Yeah. But I think if critics are really, um, uh, you know, skilled, it's like, yeah, you're right. That's why I didn't have that feeling then or that's why I dropped out and I wasn't interested. Yeah. He, he, he makes some really strong observations about why you zone out. So what, what's his name, Carlson? Uh, Carlson Reeves. Carlson Reeves. If yeah. Carlson Reeves was sat at the table with your um, your film nerds eating soup, could we hear like a dialogue back and forth, back and forth between those t between those two? What would it sound like? Oh, I think at um, times Carlson Reeves would almost be part of that gang type of thing. Oh, really? Do you think? And I think so? they'd be flocking around him, type of uh, type of element. Like, Can we hear oh, what it might sound um, like? Carson, sit here, type of thing. And he'd be very kind of American. I don't need to sit at your table. I'm quite happy just sitting and standing in the corner, smoking my slim cigarette. Oh, please, please take a seat. Take the weight off. Take the weight off your limbs. Sit down and. Uh, uh, and let, let's discuss Chris Nolan's tenant just because you would want... they call him Chris no absolutely not actually because that's not his name his name's Carson so I don't know why they're calling him Chris. no you say Chris Nolan's oh Chris uh, Christopher Nolan Christopher Nolan. Nolan the full title as he was born that's on his um the birth and soon death certificate well, not soon but at some point around the corner type of thing that'll be the signed certificate waiting for him and so he's just in the corner smoking a cigarette. Unimpressed by these British fans flocking around Can him. Can we hear a little bit more from him? It would be a case of... Um, yeah, he would be like... Uh, 
uh, guys, um, I, I'm kind of busy. Um, oh, well, perhaps you could put your iPhone away and give us some eye contact and just a few t minutes of your time to discuss uh, perhaps Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Oh, guys, I, I, I'm just tweeting at the moment. Do you know what I mean? I think you guys can yeah. have a chat about Dracula as, as much as you want. I, yeah. I don't think I need to be involved. What? <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I was losing my way, so I just thought I'd add reverberation. Add some verberation to the sound yeah. of, of the word. Thank you so much, Dave, for this week's movie tip. That's the website Script Shadow. Thank you, Captain. Thank you. David Edwards, Random Movie Generator. So, David, favourite part of the week is uh, getting the old... Uh, Mandy is chugging away in the background. Uh, she's taken off her um, tea cosy. She's warming Absolutely. up. And... Um, Shall I give any movie news or very quick... Um... We did that, didn't we? I don't know if we did, actually. Don't worry if we don't need to. Don't, don't worry at all. Did we not, not do it? Not, not that I, I need I, to... I, I, no, not, what, did it become Babylon? It did, absolutely, yeah, totally. No, if you've got some movie news... Oh, no, no, okay. no, no. This is no, the movie no. news, uh, quick movie news. Don't feel as though I'm sort of... Um, uh, no, directing a format or anything like quick, that. Quick, quick, <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Uh, very quick movie news. Next week is the Oscar nominations. Yeah, and um, Oscar viewing uh, figures. I, I are... don't know how. How where are I going to put this in the pod, David? Yeah, it's a bit of a. We'll, we'll leave it this week, shall we? No, no, I mean, it's no, all over the place. Um, okay, I'll, I'll this be very is quick uh, emergency movie news. movie news, which I took my eye off the ball. No, 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 no. It wasn't no. criticism whatsoever. I, I don't Go want on. to come over like that because I think people will survive. No, this I'll is be really quick. Oscars, the nominations are next week. The Oscar viewing figures um, every year have dipped, dipped, dipped. And oh. also not just Oscars, um, every award ceremony. And people more and more very realistically think that um, the Oscars will actually become a niche thing. It won't become as dominating within the mainstream. Because with video streaming and the internet, people just don't watch normal live TV anymore unless it's sports. So it's really um, losing its significance there. The other thing I would say is um, there's been a lot of articles about artificial intelligence with actors because David Earl Jones has sold his voice. David Earl Jones? That's his name, isn't it? Is it David Earl Jones? Well, I'm David Earl. Who does the voice for um, uh, Darth Vader? Jane, isn't it James? Oh, James Earl Jones. Sorry, what a disaster. David Earl Jones, James Earl Jones. He's what James a nightmare. Fucking hell, you did my head in then. You did my head in What then. a night. It just shows my brain. I've got a David Earl in front of me. I just blur it with Darvey. David Earl Jones. That's James Earl Jones. You are quite right. James Earl Jones. Did the voice of? Uh, Darth Vader. Did the voice of? Darth Vader. There we go. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get that right. Let's tick that box. Darth Fuck Vader. Me. When he said David L. Jones and then just continued. Yeah, David L. Jones. David L. Jones. Oh. Goodness me. He's uh, his son. He's getting. He's taking over Darth Vader's uh, role. Flipping out. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's he done? He has sold his voice to a software company in Europe, and um, other actors are going to be doing that as well because with artificial intelligence it's going to be a case of um you're going to have dead actors still performing 
after the grave, which people have always muted, but it's becoming a real reality now. Mooted. Mooted, indeed. So, you know. Listen, it's one of those things where I'm like, do I, we've had this conversation. When you say Darth Vader, I think the spider's back. Do I mention it? Please do. Please do. You've got to keep me on the, uh, you've got to be a grammar Nazi. It's absolutely fine. Yes, 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 yes. You can't allow, because after a while, I'll go completely wayward and I'll just call him, you know, um, Darth Voodoo or something or, um, you know. Darth Voodoo. It'll just go completely off track. What would Darth Voodoo sound like? Darth Voodoo would be a bit more um, camp. Ooh, the force is with you type of thing. A bit more kind of like, oh, hmm. I like the look of your lightsaber. Oh, absolutely that type of thing. <laughs> a bit more fruity than the usual kind of like Star Wars franchise. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, I don't like that that bit of news. The AI news. It's a bit, well, it's money, I guess, for the old um, actors' trust before they uh, hit the hay. They always know they can sell their um, mm. their likeness type of thing mm. for the family type of thing, the old um, to pass on inheritance and things like that. Well, thank you, David, for this week's um, emergency movie news. Thank you for your time, Captain. Thank you. Okay, so Mandy is chugging away, and uh, this is where you pick a movie randomly. Wonderful. Uh, to review next superb week. I feel like, I don't know if the last two movies you've chosen have kind of haven't filled you full of dread. No, they haven't. No. So, which is a good thing. It is. But I think sometimes when they don't fill you full of dread, you usually come out with like a, a three out of five experience because you kind of know what you're going to get. Interesting. Whereas sometimes if it's a bit kind of left field, I think sometimes it's all the, the brain, isn't it? It's the psychology of it. When you think, oh, God, this is going to be dreadful and it's yeah. not quite as bad as you think, that can actually give you a bit of a lift. Yes. OK, so Mandy's ready. Um uh let us choose the genre hang on oh gold let's choose the genre of the first movie perfect take your time no rush um hit the button adventure wonderful 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 now let us choose the decade of the first movie Hit the button. 1990s. That sounds great. In a um, 1990s adventure. Yes, please, Captain. We generate, please, Mandy. Ge- Mandy has generated four movies. And it's time for David to pick one. Stop. Twister. Wow. <laughs> I'd be up for that. Massively. Yeah, that's right up your strasser. They're doing Twister 2 at the moment. They're filming Twister 2 at the moment. Okay, this is lovely. That is lovely. Give I do me hope Twister. You... Well, you haven't got it yet. Cinema gods, look down on me. Please. Bill okay. Pullman Please. and Helen Hunt. So, we choose the... We choose the genre... Oh, take your time as well. Maybe you took um, your time then and it came up. So take your time. Don't rush. We choose the genre of the second 
movie. Hit the button. Action. Ooh, there we go. Very nice. And now we choose the decade. Hit the button. 1990s. Whew. Oh, that's what it's all about. That's a sweet spot. This is a 90s um Yeah. Week. So Mandy has uh, generated four movies, one of which you must choose. Over to you. Stop. Dragon Ball Z, Lord Oh, Slug. my God. What were the other ones? Because that should have been a really good... Alien category. 3. Wow. The wow. Crow. Brilliant. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, my God. Out of all of those, that would have been perfect. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Do you know it? I'm aware that it's part of a, um, a manga anime series. Okay. Listen, you might like it. Yeah, keep my mind open. Yeah. You are quite... I, I do believe in that. I do believe yeah. in that. Okay, the third... Okay, the third genre. The genre of the third movie. Take your time. Use the force. Uh, hit the button. Western. Okay. And the decade. Take your time. Use the force. Hit the button. 1980s. Nice, 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 nice. And we generate. Mandy has generated four movies, and now it's down to you to pick one. Over to you. Stop. Three Amigos. Oh, my goodness. I'd be interested in that. Yeah, that's Joe, a great call. Three Amigos. I don't know if I've actually watched that all the way through. It's one no, of those I films. Feel this, I watched a bit recently, and it was, it was brilliant. Oh, my God. Yeah, really funny. So, okay. So. Oh, this is just like, if I get Dragon Ball Z, because both of those, I'd happily sit down on my Saturday afternoon and watch. Do you know what I mean? So, Mandy is given each movie a letter. A, B, and C. We've jumbled up A, B, and C, and it's down to you to pick the movie that you are going to review next week. There's a lot of trepidation with this one. B. Three Amigos. Oh! oh wonderful. wonderful! Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Absolutely. Steve Martin, Martin Short, Chevy Chase. Oh. Looking after a, um, a group of bewildered uh, Western community. What up? Charged because Dragon Ball Z, I think, or Z or whatever, would really have been quite an uphill. You never know. Homework. You never know, but it sounds like homework. Whereas this, who directed like, was it? John Landis, I believe, wasn't it? I think yeah. um, the Three Amigos. Oh, wonderful stuff, people. There is a cinema. Should I tell you the other three? I don't know why, but oh uh, no, no, no! I'd be very interested. To well, the nineties western. I've just got those. The other three films were Pale Rider. God, um, haven't, haven't we done Pale Rider? No, or? no. Okay. Silverado. Oh, we've done that one, haven't yeah. we? We've done Silverado. That's interesting. And Young Guns. Oh, my God. <laughs> Young Guns. But you chose three amigos. Wonderful stuff. <laughs> and I feel very happy about that. Yeah, lovely. Well, that's a lovely way to end. David, are you up for answering three questions? From the patrons. Oh, it goes without saying, 
Are there many um, out there at the moment to um, There's to catch hundreds us? and thousands of them watching. Perfect. That's what I want. A whole, um, a whole massive society of people just wanting to interact. Uh, by the way, uh, people listening, if you want to join the Patreon, then we do this live every Saturday morning at around 9.30 um, on YouTube. But um, anyway, for the time being, thank you, David, for uh, say goodbye to our regular listeners. Thank you for listening and downloading, everyone. No, people, thank you for your time. Thank you for your eardrums. Yeah. And uh, sorry if we went off at random. Um, yeah, we got talking about gender toilets. Gender toilets. Got quite political, for crying out loud. But there you go. That's life. But uh, we need to keep to the filmic chat, I guess, in future. But thank you for your time. Yeah. Huge thank you, everyone. Massively so. Random. Random.